fine <laughs> on it's fine on my end. That's good. Prior to the show, I was replacing some batteries and some games I wanted to play for Game Boy. Ah. The Zelda okay. ones I had bought myself because I hadn't like mm-hmm. messed with those since I got them, so I was just replacing them. And mm-hmm. I'm going through like my bag of batteries trying to figure out which one goes into it. And I'm like, is it this oh. one? I'm like, no, that one's way too fucking big. Which one goes in this fucking cartridge? Ah. Uh, all right. And then I look at all the big ones I have, and I'm like, wait a minute, bitch. Where the fuck do these go? So hmm. I did the only intelligent thing I knew how to do was when I pulled one of the fucking ones I had off my shelf and opened this one. Turns out mm-hmm. they go in the regular Game Boy ones. Which is weird uh, because, like, mm-hmm. Link's Awakening DX is technically a Game Boy game, but that uses the battery that a Game Boy Color game uses. That's but the DX version is the game, the uh, newer one, right? Yeah, because that's the that's uh diff- that's the color one. Yeah, that's the one. So they probably like, changed the battery there as well. That's the one that like. It doesn't have the transparent shell like Game Boy Color games does, but it acts mm-hmm. like a Game Boy Color game. Mm. Do all yeah. the tr- Game Boy Color games have the transparent shell? If they are Game Boy Color only. Ah, uh, okay. I see. Because, like, Pokemon mm-hmm. Gold, right? It says Game yeah. Boy Color. Yeah, right? but that's backwards compatible, right? Right, so if you open it up... Mm-hmm. And like looked at the actual shell. It's just a normal Game Boy mm-hmm. game, right? But yeah, then, just differently colored because then, uh, gold. If you, <laughs> if you looked at this one, ah, haha, props, my mm-hmm. props, props, motherfucker. So you got Pokemon Crystal, right? Uh huh. Game Boy. Okay. But if I showed you this one as an example, yeah, totally different kind of shell. This is yeah, more okay. Game Boy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a different color because it's crystal version, but you yeah. get the idea. It's a different mm. shell. So it's a crystal clear cartridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, Pokemon right. Crystal is mildly very expensive now, so I'm very happy I bought this mm-hmm. when I bought it because now that is like <laughs> way too expensive for me to consider buying now. Holy All right. crap. Good to know. Christ almighty. <laughs> People are like, sell, sell, sell. Get out while you still can. I'm like, no, that's that. No, like, I don't want to get out. Like, that's not the I'm point. I'm not in this foreign investment. Yeah, this isn't an... <laughs> it's like every single crypto. I'm not, in the sto- I'm not in the cartridge stock market. Yeah, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to play the stock market here, fellas. I'm trying mm. to actually enjoy my shit. So uh, that's cool. Uh, I did that mm-hmm. today. That was. I did that in the last like 30 minutes, 30, 30 45 minutes before the show started. Mm. I was tempted to sit <laughs> down and get that done. Uh-huh. I had to wrap up pretty quickly because I'm like, oh shit, I got like 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, where's the time? Goddamn. Oh man, that's rough. That's mm-hmm. that's rough. Oh, shit. Um, shit, how do I start this show now? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I don't know how to start this fucking show. Goddamn. Um, 
I I mean, yeah, we're we're starting. So episode hmm. fifty six. Sounds about right. Yeah, I think it's fifty six. I think it's of the turn based cynics. <laughs> you need a counter on your desktop. <laughs> I, I should. It's fifty six. I was right. It's fifty six. Okay. It's fifty six. Episode fifty six. Gonna tell you guys. Uh, normally we have multiple stories for our show, but this week we have <laughs> one story for our and show. Boy, and boy, is it a doozy! Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> Strap yourselves in, cause it's about to get bumpy. Woo! <laughs> it's about to be a rough ride, motherfuckers. I hope y'all ready. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna keep it real. This week. Mm-hmm has been mostly just Pokemon Red on and off throughout the week. Ah. And, uh... Game's an asshole, but... <laughs> yeah, so I gathered. <laughs> yeah, it's an asshole. <laughs> I... Whew! Ooh, man. I... You know, looking back on myself as a kid, damn. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised I did it. Mm-hmm. But then I remembered. I Maybe had an asshole, book. but is it Nintendo hard? Is it Nintendo hard? <laughs> I don't, I don't think. Uh, probably not. No, no, not <laughs> Nintendo hard. It's definitely more than I was expecting for a challenge mm-hmm. for something I'm just doing casually. I'm sitting at, I think, 92 out of 150 right now, so I'm... No. I'm slowly cranking that number up higher and higher as I go, and the closer I get to completion, the harder this shit is looking. Because now, now it's mm. narrowing down to the really, really annoying shit I'm gonna have to do to fucking complete this shit, and I'm not looking mm-hmm. forward to it, not at all. But uh, yeah, that's um, that's cool. Not really sure if I wanted to do that. I had planned on picking up and trying out a few demos on Switch, but I haven't gotten around to doing that this weekend. Mm -hmm. I got a little bit tied up with some other things (laughs) that I can't talk about yet, but you already Mm -hmm. know what I've been working on, but they can't say (laughs) it on the show yet, but, you know. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. My plan didn't get to do that. Uh, Mm -hmm. I got distracted, which is par for the course for me. Um... Mm-hmm. My so-called sabbatical ends soon. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, pulling myself out of my imposed exile. <laughs> so this upcoming week, I'm actually going to have to like <laughs> get my ass back in gear, which is going to be a challenge. Uh, mm-hmm. We haven't done... It's actually been... I think it's been a bigger challenge to not do anything. Does that make any sense? Mm. You have the itch. Yeah, when you don't do anything for like a mm-hmm. month or some change, it's actually harder. Mm-hmm. Like that first week, I was like, maybe I can work on this. I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> you have to no. keep yourself back. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. But now now it's been so long now that I'm just like, maybe I could just wait another week. And it's like, no. <laughs> right. Yeah, so that's that's cool. <laughs> A bunch of demos dropped these last uh-huh. few days. Was uh, we had the Sony State of Play. SKS Seven. Mm-hmm. We had the Sony State of Play, and, and uh, the direct, and the direct on the same day. 
just yeah. uh, I think three hours or so apart. <laughs> three or four hours, I think. Yeah, Something three or like so that. hours apart. Uh, I didn't catch the direct, but I did catch mm -hmm. the tail end of State of Play, which I'm mm. happy I did because oh my <laughs> god, that trailer! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Oh, man, but you know, the only reason I care about these trailers <laughs> is because the second a new trailer comes out, uh -huh. <laughs> I have to wait for the reaction or... video. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it came out, or as to quote Max. <laughs> Max <laughs> lost his shit. Yeah, it was and he made a hour-long video on it. I know, it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. <sighs> I, I need to go. Mm -hmm. I need to actually go and actually finish watching that. That video is mm -hmm. so good, <laughs> so fucking good. Oh my god, uh, yeah. So they we had a bunch of shit dropped all at once. Just mm -hmm. uh, yeah, some seven. shadow drops, some shadow drops as well, like uh, F zero ninety nine. Yeah, I saw that. That's weird. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But it seems to be working really nicely, and it seems to be really fun. Huh. Mm-hmm. Maybe now... Imagine that. Are... Yeah. <laughs> imagine... Yeah. Now Nintendo got themselves into the corner of people are going to request more F-Zero again and more. <laughs> now they're going to... Now, if it does well, they're going to have to do an F-Zero game now. They have, they have a choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had all kinds of demos and shit drop. I still need to play. Deskaya 7 had a demo drop. Dragon Quest mm -hmm. Monsters had a demo drop. I don't think it was that. Was it that uh -huh. day that that dropped as well? Or was that earlier? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Star Ocean Might Second Story R dropped mm -hmm. for its demo. My mm -hmm. RPG boys and girls. Yo, we eat now here. We eating. Mm-hmm. We, mm -hmm. we eat and we eat now yeah. here. Although this guy seven is already already coming out in a few weeks. Jesus Christ, which is nice. Oh my god, <laughs> that's gonna be fun. I don't so I'm not as uh, I'm not as worked up about Steam not having a demo there. <laughs> I only have so many hours in a year, CD. Mm. Only have so many <laughs> hours. Yeah, I only have so many hours in my life. I don't have this kind of time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Didn't really... Oh, they announced Thousand Year Door for fucking Switch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Hol remaster. Holy shit. Oh, that's going to mm -hmm. cause... A I can't wait to see what that does to the second-hand market. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Ooh, me getting my hands on a physical copy might not be so hard anymore, mm -hmm. baby. <laughs> or it might be. I mean, you could probably just get the retail version of that of the Switch game. You're right. You're right. Because I'm that's just... only a uh, graphical upgrade, slightly from what I've seen. Yeah. And so pretty much everything is exactly the same. Unlike as we've now seen with Super Mario RPG, because that's getting some some additions. Additions. You'll have yeah, you'll have some more attacks uh, in fights. There, like when you usually have your uh, when you have good timing, you get additional damage. 
Now it's gonna be. Uh, I'm not sure what the exact um, requirement is, but you can do a attack where you're really precise and you damage all enemies. And additionally, there's gonna be a meter that fuels up. And if that's full, you can do a special attack that uses all a co is a combo attack with all three party members. And depending uh -huh. on what your party members are, it's a different attack. Like, oh shit! Like one they showed was Bowser and Mario and one one other, and they were in uh, Bowser's uh, shell copter thing. Uh, so they're probably raining attacks from the sky there. But yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what they do there. But it's gonna be probably just small but neat enhancements to the game, which is nice. So before I finish, and Mario is still stubby. Yeah. <laughs> before I finish, I uh, hmm. mm -hmm. I left a review for a product, mm -hmm. and uh, the review was kind of a joke, but also like oh. not a joke. Mm -hmm. And the company took it seriously. It gave me like a 15% oh. off coupon because they took their review as being negative when it was for the joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I actually felt bad. <laughs> All right. Ooh. I mean. <laughs> yeah right i feel the same <laughs> way trust me <laughs> i'm not okay i'm not gonna say the name of the company but if mm -hmm. i say the name of the product i think people are gonna figure mm -hmm. out what the company is but i didn't say the name of the company i'm like i ordered your mythic zen grip i love my mythic zen mm -hmm. grip i pre-ordered it and i love that it goes so well with my zelda switch but you guys uh -huh. did me hella dirty by making the Zen Grip Ronin. Like, I'm not mad. It's not like I bought a product I didn't enjoy, but I feel like you guys did me dirty by releasing that so soon after I got the other one. <laughs> and I have no one to hate for but myself because I still ended up pre-ordering the Ronin because being able to dock my Switch is huge. Just saying, damn, guys. <laughs> did the review have any star ratings? It did. I left a good. I left a good star rating because, okay. like, I like the product. The product was the uh -huh. the original Zen Grip I bought, so it was a good mm, so review. So, what did you do? A four out of five, or was, what was it there? It's like a four out of five because it was. Yeah, that's a good review, definitely. Yeah, I mean... someone read it and went. Oh shit! <laughs> not the intention. I swear to God, not the intention. God damn! No, I have to buy something from them now. Shit, man! They got me. They played you. Oh, they got me. I have no choice. I have to buy something now. I have to. Fuck. They got me. All right, CD, you're up. Have fun. It's all, all right. shows. Shows mm -hmm. fucking yours. Yeah, well, gaming wise. It hasn't been that much this week because I've been occupied with other stuff like work and some family stuff. So I've been mainly continuing with Holocure, the one that I mentioned last week. 
the VTuber uh, vampire survivors like. Mm -hmm. Just still fun. And what the other one was. Um, uh, I'll have to quickly check because I had a look at one more game, which was a sort of a casual. Um, a casual and a kind of kind of sim, uh, which Cairo Park is a developer that uh, da has done all kinds of uh, casual sim games on mobile, and they've ported a lot of it to Switch and uh, PC by now. Like Game Dev Story was from them originally, and this one was Forest Golf Planner, which is essentially you build a golf course. And you just watch the people play on the course and you see how well they do. You adjust the course, you make it diff more difficult by placing certain tiles and stuff like that. And then there's also um, things like uh, contests that you can do and that those help you get more, become more popular or get additional bonuses and stuff like that. That's a... Uh, Kind of a casual sim, but it's uh, fun. It's a cute pixel, cute pixel style. So, if one is into that, definitely recommendable those games. One of their, uh, one of my favorites from them is Dungeon Village, which is essentially you build up a village, uh, attract adventurers, they go on quests in the field outside, and they discover dungeons that you can send them into, they get more loot, and the more loot they find, that gets unlocked in your stores, and you can give them equipment as gifts to improve them, which, that's a neat little concept, I think. Hasn't been done that much. Stuff, stuff like that. So, yeah. Cairo Park is uh, the developer. They have a lot of uh, games by now on Steam and on Switch. Oh, nice. I definitely recommend a look there. But um, that's been mostly my week. Those two games. Oh. Yeah. Well, as I said, didn't get too much. How do we even, how do we even start? <laughs> Um, how how, how do, do we, we how do we um, even approach this CD? How do we let even me, uh, let me help with that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where do I even? I don't even know where to even start with this fucking shit show. Uh. I mean, I know you got stuff in the uh, thread. Yeah. Um, I think a timeline uh, is, for example, the uh, Games Industry Biz article, which is the perfect title, Unity's Self-Combustion Engine. Oh, I saw, yeah, <laughs> no, I saw that, I saw title. that, ar I saw that article name and went, God mm -hmm. damn. That's Self-Combustion. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! Oh. This the all started out with a bad idea from Unity Technologies, the company that does the Unity engine, which we all know is a very popular free, but 
free engine for hobbyists that's been used a lot in the mobile segment but also quite popularly on pc and consoles <laughs> really great idea because usually you have stuff like revenue share and all which is kind of sensible which makes sense and is done by for example unreal that you have uh, i think five percent revenue share there up to a certain point and well unity decided what can we do that's worse how huh? about we have huh? them pay for each time a user installs their game it's honestly really uh it's baffling. Uh, no, it's impressive. <laughs> you could call it that as well, I guess. It's impressive. I just, it's uh -huh. actually, it's actually like a fundamentally really impressive way to destroy your own business. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Uh, uh, all right. So they decide to charge a fee for install for small developers unity personal mm -hmm. subscribers well, at 20 the fee depends the fee depends on the license you have right so unity personal subscribers it's 20 cents per install mm -hmm. whose games brought in 200,000 in the past year and have 200,000 lifetime installs to date I need you all mm -hmm. to keep these install numbers in mind because there's some fucked up shit that comes with these install mm -hmm. numbers later in the story. I really, really yeah. need you to keep this in mind because while you might think they're being reasonable about this, mm -hmm. it gets fucked really quickly. So just keep this, yeah. log that shit in the back of your head. I promise you, we're going to come back to it. Put a pin in it. And yeah. It oh, don't worry. We coming back to it. Mm -hmm. uh, the fee per install for large developers, which is uh, the Unity Enterprise client, which is uh, one cent per install, mm -hmm. whose games brought in $1 million in the past year and have lifetime sales of $1 million or more. It doesn't sound like a lot, and if a developer just had to pay the fee each time they sold a $60 game, it wouldn't be. But there's a problem because these charges are based on games installs, not sales. And Unity yeah. has not done a great job in communicating what's going on here. And again, I want to really emphasize this. Installs. Mm -hmm. And believe me, they're playing by the word of the law, not the spirit of it. Remember this. An install is defined as the installation initialization of a project on an end user's device. Mm -hmm. uh, no demos, trials, game bundles, and giveaways like the Humble Bundle do not count as installs. Okay, well, I guess that's good. Um, With a caveat. Uh, if it's a demo that you can upgrade to a full game, that doesn't count as a demo. Right, right. It doesn't. It doesn't count. It's uh, mm -hmm. they, they make you have to pay for that, or they have yeah. to pay for. Or that. if it's early access, a beta, 
so what exactly is the difference between a demo and a demo you can go to a full game to? Uh... I mean, is that rhetorical? How exactly do they? How exactly do they differentiate that? How exactly do they detect that? I wonder. Yeah, actually, yeah. How would like do I like do do you as a developer have to tell them that before you release it and be like, oh hey, I'm releasing a demo, but it's a slice of gameplay and not part and not an upgradable mm -hmm. version to the main game, but like. I mean, at that point, you're getting into, like, Big Papa Unity's keeping an eye on you, and you better report to Big Papa, elsewise Big Papa's coming after your wallet. Like, I don't... Hmm. Yeah, yes. and this isn't the only thing where they aren't very clear. Uh, subscription services like Game Pass do count as an install. Mm-hmm. Uh, but which... the interesting thing there is... Yeah, let me get it's to that. The developers they want to pay. <laughs> right. As Game Pass and other subscription <laughs> services, uh, Wheaton said that developers would not be on the hook as the fees are charged to distributors, which in the Game Pass example would be Microsoft. Well, uh, for one, good luck getting that uh, money from Microsoft. Yeah, like, like, what's the chance? What's the chances Unity ran any of this shit by Microsoft before they decided to drop this fucking bombshell on people? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the second thing is, as the article states, how how would they track this? How would they differentiate between uh, the regular version of the game and the Game Pass version? They, they can't. Yeah. Well, okay, so, mm -hmm. all right, so I'm going to skip a little ahead here, right? Because, like, mm -hmm. Unity, during their attempts at trying to, like, course, trying to, like, damage that control, sounds... damage control this shit, said that they have systems in place, but, you know, we would understand they, that we would be willing to understand that they don't want to talk about it because it's proprietary. Yeah, so like the black, you know, the black box, the idea of the black box, right? No one knows how it works. It's just this mysterious yeah. black, yeah, yeah, that. Their explanation amounts to three words. Trust me, bro. Trust me, bro. <laughs> trust, trust me, bro. Don't worry, dog. Uh, yeah. I got no. this. <laughs> don't don't worry, dog. I got this. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Don't even. It's, it's more a hold my beer kind of thing. Yeah, I don't... got this. <laughs> Trust, trust Jesus with the wheel. It'll be fun. We won't steer you. Hold my beer-shaped grenade. Yeah, this, there's no way this can go wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, there's the, no the, way people will not be happy to uh, accept this change. And the Game Industry Biz article does a great job of pointing this out when it says, That's great, but how will Unity even track this? If I buy a copy of Dear Esther Landmark Edition, made with Unity, on GOG, mm -hmm. I get a DR-free copy. The, that does not require any online connection to play. How does Unity tell if I install the game on a hundred computers or none or the same computer a hundred times? On top of that, the GOG version is a very interesting thing, right? Because mm -hmm. that does not have any bullshit attached to it. It's just an installer no to the game. Mm -hmm. So yep. are they... 
suppositioning that GOG is suddenly going to allow some kind of DRM phone home bullshit in Unity games from here on out? Or is the Unity, is the Unity engine that these games are built on just going to have a built-in function to do this? How exactly does this work? Trust me, bro. Yeah. Oh, here it is. They even quote it. Thank God. Mm -hmm. I I was... We mm -hmm. leverage our own proprietary data model, so you can appreciate that we can't, that we won't go into a lot of detail. But we believe it gives us an accurate determination of the number of times the runtime has is distributed for a given project. Mm -hmm. You want to elaborate there? You want to... Uh. You want to expound <laughs> upon that for me there, homeboy? Because uh, I'm not really feeling confident that your so-called proprietary data-driven model Uh, the company also said it has anti-fraud technology to detect pirated copies of the game being installed, so developers won't be charged for those. But we question, uh -huh. A, whether such technology exists. If I legally install that DRM-free copy of Dear Esther on my laptop than on my PC, how does that work differently from me installing it on my laptop and then pirating it by giving it to a friend to install on their PC and B, how eager Unity will be to invest in technology that will reduce the amount of money it is owed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this really is a con. This entire situation proposes that Unity would in fact have a conflict of interest. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, yep. conceptually, it conceptually, what they are saying would basically be saying that, yes, there is a conflict of interest between our own personal desires and what's best for you. But don't worry about it. We'll do the right thing. We promise. And again, trust me, bro. <laughs> oh, goodness. So uh, the article and points out... Oh, oh, go on. Yeah, just... Um, about this whole... Uh, proprietary data model that's uh what they said there in the article but the funny thing is when you look at the faq that they in one of their clarifications linked one of the questions is how is unity collecting the number of installs answer we leverage our own propri proprietary data model and will provide estimates of the number of times the runtime is distributed for a given project. This estimate will cover an invoice for all platforms. Notice a specific word in that. Estimate? Yep. S fucking timid. An estimate. <sighs> So wait, wait. So you're gonna give me an estimate? So it's on it's the it's on me as a developer to then dispute that your estimate is correct or not. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> oh 
Oh god. So you so they could just give you a number and now mm-hmm. it's on me to then dispute them? Oh Jesus Christ. Oh, that's worse than I thought. Like I knew it wasn't good. I hadn't really considered the notion that like they were going to be like, oh hey, here's an estimate of how many we think you've sold. It had to be think. It like, but like, where would you even get that number from? Like, how would you even come up with that number? Like, runaway successes happen in this industry all the goddamn time. Games that you mm-hmm. don't think would be a big hit become massively successful hits. So, like, that would make me go, okay. So, what if, what if they sent me an estimate for my game, right? And they're like, oh, we think you only sold this many, but I sold like five times that. Fuck you. I'm paying you an estimate. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to fucking claim more than what you estimated at. Fuck that. I'm paying you exactly what you think. They'll come up with that estimate the month after. They'll correct there. Uh, You can't be sure of that. An An estimate. In your highly sophisticated, data-driven model, the best you can give me is in... Because, like, I mean, at the end of the day, that's all they can do, right? Because unless uh-huh. you're using some, like, really intense malware, malware-esque solution to track copies... Essentially, you'd have just... to phone home with every game they that gets installed. You'd have no choice, because elsewise, mm-hmm. there's no way you could possibly track how many copies are distributed at any given moment. Yep. And, again... And the interesting thing there is, then... For the U.S., that might be fine. But there's a certain thing oh, in the yes. EU. Yeah, we have lucky. certain laws in terms of data protection and such. User data and all. While, yes, the developers themselves can say, yeah, we haven't added anything in here that uh, tracks user data or copies user data from them or sends stuff to someone. Or they can at least account for what they did. But um, this now makes it impossible for them to accurately say what happens. Yeah, because you don't know. Which essentially automatically makes them liable for data pr- data privacy stuff. Because, like, at that point, like, like I'm just thinking about it, thinking about it just in like a, a rather basic sense, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't know necessarily know what the G is. The GDPR is that what it's called? Is that yep. the? I don't necessarily GDPR. know where the limits are with that, but like. One, I don't trust that Unity isn't collecting more than just installs. Like, come on, <laughs> let's get the fuck, let's get the fuck real, real quick, real set, real quick here. They ain't no way they just tracking installs. Fuck you, mm-hmm. I don't believe that. But yeah, like, I think essentially the the only thing that would be required to violate that, as in the basic thing, you'd already reach that if they track IP addresses. Oh wow! So just like having because an IP if address, you have an IP address, you can you trace could essentially that. find out additional stuff. 
Yeah, you could trade like an IP address would at least give you like what the region, right? It would give you like the general... the region, and uh, it could be relatively close. Yeah, you, you could, could get pretty find close out to finding someone. Even the block or the general address, you can kind of find out the street potentially. Oh shit! Depending yeah. on if you're just directly connected, that can give you already that, and you could track other stuff with that as well. You could combine that with other data, and that could could potentially, um, yeah, that could potentially um, be a violation. But obviously, we don't know since. Trust me, bro. <laughs> yeah, so that could be a bit of a problem for them, uh, just on the overall mm -hmm. front. And again, I you know. When it comes to data collection, I don't really uh -huh. buy into the idea that like Unity would only be collecting even the most base, even like, because like I don't think I don't think anything that phones home in that regard is only just uh -huh. checking the status of the software. I don't really have a lot of faith in that. At yeah. At best, it's at best. It's probably sending back general information about the system that's running the software, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So like general system specs, that kind of thing. I mean, mm -hmm. shit, man. Steam does that, doesn't it? Doesn't Steam basically they collect col that data? They collect stuff during their hardware surveys, but they show you what they collect. You have your hardware surveys. I think every few months or so. Yeah. And then it shows you here, this is what we collected from your computer. Do you want to send this? So you know what it sends. Yeah, it's just you know. a list a list of your hardware uh, and I think some in some installation data. But yeah. But like there's so many if other things. If they would be this transparent, then maybe. But they're not. Their transparency is trust me, bro. Which is None. So, uh, to say the least, uh, this was announced, and <laughs> yeah. Oh boy! Oh, this. Uh, Jesus Christ! This went over. You know, I've oftentimes used the analogy. This went over like a wet fart in church. <laughs> That's oftentimes been mine. I use it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, this That's was not, not even getting close yeah, to this. Yeah, this wasn't a wet fart. This was this, this you shat your pants in church and everybody knows it. That's all that is. It went all over the floor. Yeah, this was not a wet fart in church. Ugh. Uh do we have anything about the uh backlash? About the yeah. very apparent fucking shit show this caused um i know for a fact cult I have of the a few things in i know the, for a uh... fact cult of the lamb mm -hmm. basically mm -hmm. said they are delist they are pulling their game i think january 1st yeah yeah and that just wasn't... when this goes on when yeah. this goes online essentially yeah yeah they said they're pulling their and you know what should we go there should we, we shouldn't mm. go there yet because there is a cat, there is something they mentioned about games that have been on Unity even before 
mm-hmm. before now. And that was that they mentioned in one of their long and one of their FAQs that like games that have already been with the Unity engine mm-hmm. have been making sales for years prior to now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those also will have to pay if the rent. they u- Yeah, if the um if the latest version uses the new version of Unity. Because their new terms of service cannot retroactively change for Unity versions before this year, from what I've seen. Right. But if they do make an update this year or so, which is possible if you're uh, still um, supporting your game because they did this change quietly just before releasing a current update... Because this, the TOS change about this has been in there for a while now. They sneak announced it. At first, they sneaked it into the TOS, and then they sneak, sneak announced it during the Apple event that was at that time. Yeah, they didn't where tell Apple nobody showed the they new did iPhone that. and all. Mm-hmm. They, they, sh- they shadow yeah. dropped that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, there is a something about the backlash. Uh, the Games Industry Biz article has a few of those entries. Oh, does it's, it? It's uh, the part where it says, obviously, Unity's new fees did not go over well. A collective of studios pulled Unity and Iron Source ads from all their titles as their form of protest and called upon others to do the same. And several developers have publicly said they are inclined to switch engines if the changes go through. For example, Among Us, which a few might know, Cult of the Lamb, as you mentioned, Slay the Spire, Wizard with a Gun, Floppy Knight. I love that name, Wizard with a Gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that is a terrifying <laughs> concept. As a D&D player, that sends shivers down my spine. <laughs> Why would you give a wizard a gun? I cast Fireball. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or um, things like uh, uh, people like Gary from Face Punch, Rust, said things like, Unity can, go, can get fucked. Rust 2 definitely won't be a Unity game. And they've had uh, 10 years of of, uh, experience, I think, in the game, in the engine. And Gary from Facepunk, Face Punch, is also the Gary from Gary's Mod. Oh, that Gary. The Gary. He's the G from (laughs) G-Mod. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, oh y'all, oh, y'all done fucked up. Oh, mm-hmm. y'all done, yeah. y'all done fucked up. And a lot of other developers have also negatively chimed in. Even uh, devs like, um, what are they called? Colossal something? Skylines. Um, Colossal Order, yeah. The people that do City Skylines and and soon releasing City Skylines 2, which is also made in Unity, 
they've also uh, publicly, um, well, derided Unity for this. They're obviously going uh, ahead with the launch because that's coming in October 24th, which, yeah, not enough time to move the game to a completely new engine. Not never, at all. Never mind, like, conceptually moving your game from one engine to another. Like, that's that's an absurd... It's a massive endeavor. Yeah, Especially that's a massive... if, it's a if it's a big game like this. Yeah, that's a massive... Smaller games... Yeah, more manageable. It would but... suck. Like it sucks yes. either way, but yep, definitely. It's it would suck on the scale of like having to rewrite a paper versus having to having to rebuild having to an rewrite auditorium. A complete book. Yeah, having to rewrite a book. <laughs> like mm -hmm. it yeah. sucks. Mm -hmm. No doubt. Yeah, it's uh Moving a game like City Skylines 2 to a new engine at this stage would be an 11 on a scale of 1 to 10. Yeah, <laughs> or that's... even a 15 or something. Yeah, that's but not even... Ugh. That's not... No. Like, feasibility doesn't even begin to even come close to, like, what this isn't. Mm -hmm. There is no yeah. feasibility. But see, like, that's the fucked up part about this, though, right? Because... Deep mm -hmm. down inside, as much as as much as I leave the cynicality to you, like ninety nine percent of the fucking time <laughs> on this show, deep down mm -hmm. inside, you and I both know they dropped this shit when they did because they mm -hmm. probably because they probably were like enough devs are working on games right now and are probably mm -hmm. too far along in development that if we drop this shit right now, they will have no choice. Oh, that's definitely in their calculations. And that's, that is, that is on a scale of fucked up. <laughs> mm -hmm. I can't even, I can't. It's off the scale. That's on a scale of fucked up I didn't even know was possible. <laughs> yeah, but they manage it. It's, uh, oh boy. <sighs> and... Like what's crazy what's crazy about this is like the mm -hmm. notion that Unity is just going to assume that like Microsoft and Sony are just going to pay these fucking fee like that too. Yeah. Like <laughs> like mm -hmm. I wanna know how this works. I would love I would love to be somebody at the Sony office who gets an invoice from fucking Unity. Looks mm -hmm. at that shit and goes, the fuck you sending this to us for? <laughs> we didn't make anything with Unity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Return that shit back to Sin and Nick. Hey, this isn't us. The fuck you mean? Mm -hmm. Because, like, yeah. like, like, the only reaction, like, I guess, okay, so I think what Unity is banking on, right, mm -hmm. is that Unity is banking that Microsoft, Sony, and the like, aren't going to block devs from releasing their games just because they're on mm -hmm. Unity. So they're just going to pay it because they don't, yeah. you know, because paying it is better than just blocking dev for arbitrarily picking an engine, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, ar as arbitrary as picking an engine could possibly be. I I, I, know, I know there's more to game picking a game engine than just arbitrary, but I'm what I'm saying is that from Sony's perspective, it's an arbitrary thing of like, oh, they picked Unity, 
So, you know, we're just going to block anybody who makes a game in Unity and puts it on our digital platform because fuck you, right? Like, like the press for that wouldn't necessarily be great. Might not Mm -hmm. be great press. I don't Hmm. necessarily think the press would stop them from doing it, but it wouldn't be great press. It wouldn't be, Mm -hmm. wouldn't be a good look. Because that that has to be the only logic, right? Like, we'll put them in a position where the only option they have feasibly is to just pay us versus blocking devs from releasing their games on their platform. Which, uh, gonna be honest, is a bold fucking assumption to make. (laughs) That is, that is, that is unequivocally a bold assumption. Because you are assuming that Microsoft and Sony won't be like, bet? Mm-hmm. Fine. <laughs> yeah, like, bet. Okay. We won't, we won't release the game on our platform. Fuck you. We don't care. It's fucking, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that's a bold, that's a bold fucking assumption to make, man. That's, that's hella bold. Mm-hmm. Hella fucking bold. Jesus Christ. I the balls on this fucking company. Good lord. Seventeen tons of pure testosterone just being just waved around like fucking weapons. Uh oh, okay. Pricing below. Oh. Hmm. For one. They claim, yeah, only 10% of their customers are, is going to be affected by this. Ah, uh, yes, but yes, of course. 10%. They have a massive amount of customers. Oh, yeah, I've, yeah, I've heard about this. They're like, well, only 10% of the customers, only 10% mm-hmm. of our customers would even would even feel the ref- effects of what we're about to do. I don't think you understand how big 10% is. Yeah. I I can't find the uh, exact post for that right now, but I think their amount of customers was two hundred and thirty thousand, something like that. So even ten percent would be. It's actually 000. in the thread. Uh, ah, okay. okay, so Unity said we want to acknowledge the confusion and frustration we heard after we announced the the new runtime policy. Runtime mm-hmm. fee policy. Ah, We'd like there, to clarify right. yeah. your top questions and concerns. Who is affected by this price increase? The price increase mm-hmm. is very targeted. In fact, more than ninety percent wouldn't even notice. And then, because Twitter effect. community notes, Twitter community notes are a godsend. Oh my god, dude! Best Twitter feature com- ever. Twitter community notes fucking dunk on these motherfuckers sometimes, dude. It's fucking insanity. Mm-hmm. The community yeah. notes is very quick to point out. Unity states mm-hmm. 10% of their customers will be affected, making it sound less bad than it is. As of the gaming report 2020, Unity had 230,000 developers. That's around 23,000 developers affected by the change. Lots of studios have posted statements about moving engines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoever said yeah. that, uh... The community notes was a mistake. 
He doesn't know what he's talking about. Or he's one of the people affected by them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gotta suck mm. when community notes is the thing that fucking corrects your ass. Yeah. When those dunk on you, you most likely deserved it. Man, that you must got suck. Yeah, you got, mm -hmm. you got fucked. Yeah, dude, bro, you got fucked, mm -hmm. dude. Community notes just dunked yeah. on your ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, there are quite a few affected by this, obviously. Uh, let's just go with one example that I linked. This is about a small game studio in France, mm -hmm. which uh, in Paris. Um and they have a Unity Pro license. Their revenue for 2022 was 800k and projected about 1.1 to 1.2 million next uh, this year. It's a mobile game that has some cosmetics in app purchases. And this one, combined in iOS and Android, has around 500,000 monthly downloads. Which, when mobile, is equal to installs. Which is quite a few. And the uh, the Unity Pro license is getting phased out anyway, also sneakily. Because that is a relatively cheap license to disable the Unity splash screen. Mm. Which they've just removed that license type from their uh, from their page. Now you have only is the smallest option now is I think the enterprise one, which costs around what was it a thousand five hundred or something per year? I think around that. Let me quickly check. This deserves to be. Yeah, Unity Pro is here. Okay, so they ah. New fee for Unity plans. Yeah, that's that. Okay, where is their individuals and teams? That's pro. Okay, they still do have it here, but this one costs a thousand eight hundred and seventy-seven per year per seat. Wait, per seat? Yep, per developer. Oh fuck me. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. What was like, the other one called? Like, maybe like a giant developer that probably that doesn't pro? hurt much, but I feel like... Yeah, you per year, that's you definitely need a decent game for that. Yeah. To make, to, for it to make sense. For indies, not as much. For indies, not as much. Yeah, which one was the Unity license? What was that one called? Oh, that was Plus, I think. Yeah, Unity Plus. I think that one was around 40 bucks a month or 45 or something like that, which is around a tenth, less than a tenth of the Pro license, which had the splash screen customization option. And that one is gone. Cool. I don't know what happens with people that now currently have that plan. If they have to switch immediately or if they get a legacy license. I'm not sure, but 
for new people that want to switch to it, that's gone. So that's um, definitely going to encourage people to look elsewhere. Damn. So let's return to the data of that small studio. Because they have now the uh, pro plan because they have m more than 1 million revenue and downloads for 2023. So we have now a calculation for this, which would be they have 100k plus the, uh, let's see, times 15 cents, 100k, because the they have different amounts that are to be paid with the uh, unit, with the pricing there, which was, let's see, um, da, 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 da. here, where's the, right, here it is. It's for the first 100,000 new installs a month with the Unity Pro, you pay 15 cents. Uh, then you pay 7.5 cents uh, per install for the next 400,000, and then it's 3 cents and then 2 cents. So they would essentially have to pay 45,000 per month. Which is uh, not a small sum. 45,000 per Not a Jeez. small sum at all. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Because that's uh, around a half a million per year. Oh. And that's not even, like, develop. That's just for the software. You're not even getting into, like, paying your employees or... Yeah. That's just paying... an additional cost they have now per year. Ah, oh, Christ. And the thing is... They have currently around the million uh, per year, and they just about break even currently. So with this addition, they are done. They have to close shop, or otherwise they'll go bankrupt. So this is not a small thing. Fuck me. Absolutely not. <laughs> part of, part of, towards the end of this, right? It's like, so instead of 150K per year, they're going to have to pay 45K times 12. That's 540K per year. That mm -hmm. is more than 50% of their revenue and will put them into the negative considering their other expenses. If they are currently breaking even, this will result in them losing 540K every year instead and they probably don't have the cash reserves for even one year of that bullshit mm -hmm. their options may be path. to let employees go and leave the game on autopilot which might still be a big risk in case of download surges because that does happen mm -hmm. sometimes games games will just resurface for no fucking reason and become yep. big hits all over again it happens mm -hmm. and yep. you know if you're being charged per download your best bet is to pull the game offline because you can't mm -hmm. risk. Yeah. You can't risk it. Like if that game blows up and you don't have the cash, it's like, well, guess what? Now mm -hmm. you're on the hook for that shit. Yeah. Which is exactly what cult of the lamp planned on doing. Just generate first from the stores done. It's out. Yeah. You can't afford it. Can't, you can't take yeah. that risk. 
Cause like the the fucking the fucking internet's fucking random. Your game, your game could be plateauing and then randomly see a surge in popularity for no fucking reason. And God forbid mm-hmm. if you do a patch or a content drop or something, yep. it's like oh fuck, we we patched our game and fixed a few bugs. And now people are flocking to our game and buying it. Well, fuck, mm-hmm. that's yep. unfortunate. Games as a service, indeed. Yeah, <laughs> that's unfortunate. Speaking of games uh, as a service, Genshin Impact and the like are also made in Unity. Yeah, but like are the HoYoVerse games. So, yeah, that's another company that's not gonna like this. No, they won't. Mm-hmm. But my, uh, okay, so I'm not, I'm, I'm gonna sound a little fucked up. I don't really feel like this hits the same for them as it hits for a lot of these okay. other devs. Um, I don't really think it hits the same. They might not go bankrupt, but it's st- it's probably still a massive fee they have to pay Did, for that. Didn't they bring in more money than anybody else in a year one time? Like, was that not... Doesn't um... matter. Doesn't matter. With the amount of downloads they have... Oh, shit, I hadn't thought... Oh, that's fuck, downloads. That's gonna be a massive thing. Oh, and with fuck. the amount of installs they have. And they're on mobile as well. Oh, fuck. I forgot insults. The Hoyaverse games are on mobile as well. Oh, so. Fuck. Yeah. It's yeah. Downloads. God uh, damn it. Downloads, downloads on mobile, installs on regular, but essentially because downloads on mobile are the same as installs because you just. Oh, that's ass. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna suck. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, oh, why does this feel like you just get punished for being successful? Yeah, man. Cause that's what this that's what this feels like. It feels like you just get yep. fucking punished for not yep. being a shit piece of a video game. Mm-hmm. Which is And don't you and don't you try dare make an, uh some breakout hit like um Flappy Bird or something. Jesus, dude, could you imagine? Don't you dare make any game that costs something that runs viral. If you're just a small dev that's just new on the scene, then you make a small game that costs, uh, I don't know, a buck, but then goes completely viral. You have your small small license, your regular... um, What was the small one? The per... uh, Just the personal one or something? Which, yeah, personal and plus, or rather was plus, because that doesn't exist anymore for new ones, but you need a personal license. All right. So for funsies, I -hmm. pulled out my calculator. All right. So how how many cents per download is the personal license? Is that particular Um, license? 20 cents per install. 20 cents per install. I pulled up. Once you uh, go over two hundred thousand bucks in revenue, which in a viral game I'd say can be pretty fast. So I don't know how to figure this out because uh, mm-hmm. Flappy Bird had fifty million downloads. 
Well, just take 50 million times 1.2. All right, one sec. Oh, Jesus Christ. 10 million. Uh, yeah, 50 million, that's... That's tired, that's... Yeah. <laughs> 10 million. Oh, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. I don't know if Flappy Bird... Did Flappy Bird back then cost something, or was it a free game? I do not know. But le let's just say Flappy Bird cost uh, oh, 10 cents. I'm sorry. Even with sec. 10 cents. Mm -hmm. God. The one time I don't, the one time I don't expect anyone to fucking call me. Ah. And they call me. Mm. Jesus Christ. 50 million download. 50. Yeah, like at this point, like, bro, you, bro, yeah, you. It had in app advertisements. It had in app advertisements, so apparently they made 50,000 a day. But even then, even if they made a lot of money, that's definitely a rev the revenue threshold done. That's completely overshot. So, if you have that, yeah, good luck paying that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, your livelihood's ruined. That's, like, if like you're take... you're you're going into poverty. That's all there is to it. You're <laughs> you're not going to be able to afford that bill. That would. That would just flat out just vanish 200 days of income from your ad, from the game. Jesus Christ, that's when that's you ridiculous. when you take the 50,000 a day from in-app advertisements. I'm not sure how much they uh, how much the game cost in this in the store, but even then. Uh, if even if that costs a buck or something, that would be that would be fifty million there. That's still a massive. That's still a massive cut. No, you're yeah, you're not. You're fucked. That's it's, it. You have yeah, you have a you have a absolutely unreasonable. It's you an have a absolutely you have a runaway you have a runaway success on mm -hmm. some shit you didn't even take seriously, bro, yeah. bro. Unity did Unity just put you into poverty. That's it, dog. Like, mm hmm Potentially, yeah. And it's not like you can like go to them and be like, I like I would you like like because you know Unity's gonna come after you for this money. So it's not like you can come to them and be like. Look, guys, with, with the way their quote-unquote clarifications have been going, yeah. You can bet your sweet little butt that this isn't going to help you. Yeah, like, what are you going to do? You're going to go to someone and be like, guys, you're, you're, you're literally charging me more money mm -hmm. than I my game has ever made ever in revenue yeah. like how the fuck do you expect me to well, you don't give a fuck how you pay it but yeah you know, the only reaction from them is gonna be are you gonna pay tomorrow or next week 
Yeah, so fuck. That's so a uh, part of the thing people have been waiting for at this point was the notion that uh Unity would walk this shit back. And to be fair, I was even kind of expecting that. Maybe foolishly. Mm-hmm. I don't deny it. Maybe it was foolish for me to expect that Unity would wake up out of their greed their greed filled stupor and realize how stupid they were being. Turns well. out, uh that probably won't be happening. Uh they haven't walked Hasn't it back yet. yet. Hasn't happened yet, but depending on how the backlash continues, it might still happen. Otherwise, in the long run, Unity fucked themselves. Because people are going to switch over to other engines. Yeah, I mean, what be- what better way to get free publicity? Like, other engine companies were even promoting mm-hmm. themselves during this nonsense, because what... Oh, yeah. what- better way to get free promotion than to watch your competitor mm-hmm. shoot himself in the foot with a rocket launcher and you go hey uh we're not them <laughs> yeah interests in godot and unreal have shot up massively <laughs> godot even in their uh, unit in their discord had a new channel called unity landing zone unity landing zone jesus christ i love it it's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's, I mean, I, it's kind of, it's crazy because like. And yeah. And even inside unity, this change has not been popular. No, we're, we're expecting a pretty mass been, exodus. There have been, yeah, there have been exits already. Yeah. There it's... have been exits already and they're expecting more. And you know, the funny thing is, there was there were apparently death threats made to the unity people as has been reported on the uh. credible death threat that were that prompted the closure of the unity offices on um i think thursday that one apparently was by a unity employee wait what mhm <laughs> yep Shit, I was about to go on a lecture to the fucking internet about this shit. Mm-hmm. Turned out it happened from inside the house. <laughs> I guess oh, someone took sh- one for the team and God. said, yeah, I'm going to do this. You're not going to have to work. Oh, because shit. F this. Shit, was it, was it ready for that twist? Mm-hmm. Uh, the toxic yeah. behavior came from inside the house. Yeah, and not so much toxic, but, um, well, it was, it was... Uh, essentially revenge against the upper management. <sighs> Shit. <sighs> Shit, I, fuck, I wasn't expecting that shit. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I mean, for what it's worth, day off from work ain't that bad, so. Hmm. And I mean, yes, obviously, if you do death threats like that, like this, due to this, to the employees of a company that who don't even support this change, fuck you. Yeah, but we ain't talking about them, though. We're not but talking about thankfully, those. Thankfully. Yeah. 
We ain't talking about those people. I don't give a fuck yep. about those. I'm more so. I'm more surprised it was someone from inside the company mm-hmm. that did this shit. That's the part <laughs> that I'm still trying to deal with. Others probably did as well, but yeah, this credible uh, one of the credible death threats that could close uh, the offices. Yep. <laughs> well, shit. Mm-hmm. Pretty wild. God damn. But this has been a wild week in that regard, this all is... around. God damn. On day. Imagine around. imagine saying only 10% of your customer base is going to be affected only mm-hmm. to then have yourself be outed that that 10% is like 20,000 23,000, yeah. 23,000 uh... customers. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Only 10% like bro, do you not know 10% scales? Mm-hmm. It scales. Is, you know this, that, right? This is like this is like uh, Microsoft would be saying, "Yeah, only ten percent of our Windows users are affected by this data loss." <laughs> would be about yeah, that. Yeah, that ten. Yeah, ten percent. Yeah, ten percent. Man, that's ten uh... percent can be a massive amount. Yeah, 10% can be a fuck ton, so... Yeah, you ain't fooling anyone, Unity. You ain't fooling anyone. But you know what, though? To... Not to, like... Not to give Unity any credit. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> that's not really my goal here. But I don't think Unity was trying to fool anybody when they did this. Like... Cause this is so. This isn't like Lex Luthor tricking tricking Superman into coming to the White House and murdering him. Like that's not what this is. This isn't some like low key ploy. This is like straight up mustache twirling villain shit. I don't True. think Unity was full of no Unity. The mask was already off. Like yeah, <laughs> which makes this all the more bizarre. <laughs> Which makes the clarifications all the more bizarre because it's like you have a schiz- schizophrenia or multi- you have two personalities active all at once. One is the mustache twirling one and the other is the, oh no, we are, it's only 10%. It's only 10% and the guy next to him. <laughs> yeah, and it's going on at the same time. Only temper- yeah, like, like you're not... Like, I don't like to give credit to the evildoers, but just going to throw no, this, this out giving here. Credit. This is really not giving credit. Yeah. I, I don't like to... Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to say... I'm just going to be honest and say, this isn't a case of, like, Unity was saying, like, oh, this is a benefit to our users. <laughs> right? No, because, like... Mm-hmm. Like, when EA talks, when, like, Activision and other companies talk about how loot boxes help to engage players and and all players love fucking loot boxes and microtransactions. Transa- <laughs> oh, my God. Will you stop? <laughs> <laughs> microtransactions. At, le- at least they have the decency to pretend like players want that shit. Unity didn't even mm-hmm. try that. Unity's just like, no, dog, we want that money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so in summary, this week has been... Oh, Jesus Christ. All that popcorn. 
Is there at least salt on it? Yeah. Now Ready? Unity and the responses are providing the salt. <laughs> Unity suddenly <sighs> removed their GitHub repro to track mm -hmm. license changes, then updated yeah. their license to remove the clause that let you... Oh, Jesus mm -hmm. Christ. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'm sticking by what I said. No, Unity Unity was already just a straight up villain. This wasn't the case of like Yeah. This this was uh Zack Snyder Lex Luthor. This wasn't any of the good Lex Luthers. Yeah. Yeah, cuz at least at least like baseline Lex Luthor believes what he's doing is good or like mm -hmm. has benefits to mankind. Yeah. Nobody believes that Unity ain't even trying. Unity's like, yep. nah, dog. They don't even <laughs> believe it themselves. <laughs> they know they're full on freaking evil. Yeah, they they're they're full on mask off fucking villains. And you know, I guess you know, I always say it's it's good to see someone be true to themselves. I usually appreciate that level of transparency. You know? Kinda wish Yuri just kept the mask on though. <laughs> like <laughs> Would not have helped. Yeah, I kinda wish they at least attempted to keep the mask on, but you know what? Mm -hmm. Be true to yourself, homeboy, I guess. I don't know. I don't got I don't got an answer for you on that one. You oh, want to use God. a shotgun to shoot your foot off? Yeah. Um, here, take a bigger shotgun. You shot shotgun? You giving them credit? You might yeah, still I mean, have. Yeah, I. You might still I have a foot left like, after you shoot. This is more like the fat man from Fallout. Yeah, like a shotgun. You might still have like mm -hmm. a foot left. Not a lot. Yeah, this but is some. This is a this is a shotgun, but with new mini nukes as uh, the ammo. This is like a combination between the fat man and the shotgun. That's crazy. <laughs> That's I can't even like I can like I've mm -hmm. we, we've seen corporate fuckery before. <sighs> but like god damn, this is this is actually impressive. I guess that's the only way to describe it. It's impressive. Not not a good mm -hmm. kind of impressive, but still impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Unity, if somehow you walk out of this fucking dumpster fire of an announcement better, one, I want to know what fucking monkey paw you fucking use to make that shit happen, because that's impressive. Mm -hmm. And two, can you send me that monkey paw while you add it? Because, you know... <laughs> I might. I'm not sure you really want that monkey paw. Yeah, probably not. If that if that monkey paw gets them out of this situation, imagine what happens as the counter effect. Oh yeah, yeah. Good point. Never mind. Keep that shit. I don't want it. No, I'm good. I'm I'm yeah. good. Uh, I guess I'll wrap the show up, shouldn't I? Probably should do that. You know, you can trust with their customers as well and truly fucked. Yeah, every 
Nobody, nobody wins. Nobody wins in this story. There is no winner. Only the popcorn Zool. industry, maybe. Yeah, only only Zul walks out on top on this mm-hmm. on this story. There yeah, is no unity has been chosen as the form of the destroyer. They destroy themselves. I give you that much. Well, everybody, I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. As always, we can be found on a variety of podcasting platforms such as Apple, Google, and Spotify every week on Sunday. Our video-based podcast is also available every Sunday on our YouTube channel, Turn-Based Cynics. Boy, lest, there's things to be cynical about this time. Lest I have to eat a shoe, and with my weight, I, I need the calories. So probably ain't going to be seeing me eating that shoe anytime soon. And to be fair, since I've set myself that goal of not missing a Sunday, I can happily say that as long as I'm here for the show, I have not missed a Sunday as inconvenient as it has been for me some of these weeks. <laughs> Get home at 9.45 at night, being with the family, only to realize I still got to get the show fucking finished. God damn it. <laughs> Had to switch back to Google Chrome technically so I can upload in a decent amount of time because Firefox decides it wants to spend an hour on fiber optic internet to upload a file. Are you fucking joking? Which is weird. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, it's not like a one-time thing. It's reproducible. Mm-hmm. Every time, it's reproducible. So, mm-hmm. I I feel like this is just some Google-made fuckery. Yeah, wouldn't put it past them. Get the best really uploads. Get them. the best upload speeds on our browser to our service <laughs> to our yeah. services. I wouldn't put it by them. Honestly, Mm -hmm. after today's story, I don't put it by any company. (laughs) Ever. Ever again. Mm -hmm. Everything is Mm -hmm. possible. Everything is terrible all the time. Uh, So I hope you all have a fantastic week with all these delicious uh, pieces of new content coming out in the video game market. Uh, for all of us RPG gamers out there, we eaten. No, fuck it. We ain't eating, fellas. We feasting. Hmm. We we feasting yeah. out here. Hell full yeah. stomach, full stomachs all across the table. Ain't nobody starving on the. Ain't nobody starving at this table. Yeah. And I get rebirth next year in February. Is oh. it fe- is it February? It's yep, February. February. Oh my god, dude. I think end off, but yeah. All I know is it's like two weeks removed. It's like a week or two removed from something else Max is going to be ah. focusing on. He made such <laughs> a big fucking deal about it. He's like, oh my God, it's two weeks. Oh, mm-hmm. thank God. He's like, I am not trying to balance two of these fucking things at once. God damn it. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. that's cool. I hope you all have a fantastic week, everybody. We'll see you all next time. Hey, yeah. Have a good one. Uh, and don't use Unity. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do it. No, Just I'm looking directly at you, you viewer, you. Do not use Unity. Don't do it. I'm not. I can't. I don't. I can't see you, but I can see that Just you're don't. like thinking about it. Don't do it. <laughs>
And don't let your friends do it either. Good friends do not let their friends use Unity. Don't do that shit. <laughs>